Support for this IPR podcast comes from Iowa Community Foundations, an initiative of the Iowa Council of Foundations, connecting donors to causes they care about. Details on the Endow Iowa Tax Credit Program at communityfoundations.org. Today is Friday. It's the 14th of July. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Governor Kim Reynolds plans to sign a bill into law at 2.15 this afternoon that will ban most abortions in Iowa. There will be a court hearing less than an hour before that for a lawsuit that seeks to at least temporarily block the law from taking effect. A very similar 2018 law never went in effect due to a court injunction. The governor's request that the Iowa Supreme Court lift that injunction failed on a 3-3 tie among the justices. Senate Republican Leader Jack Whitfer says the state's highest court has never ruled on whether a six-week abortion ban is constitutional, and that's why the legislature passed the same proposal again on Tuesday. They have ruled on procedural matters and other bills that we have passed. They have never answered this question. Um, I would expect it will go back through the Supreme Court and we'll get a final answer for Iowans on where the Supreme Court stands. It's unclear when the district court judge may rule on the request for an injunction to block the law from taking effect. An Iowa Republican state senator has revoked his endorsement of former President Donald Trump for attacking Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds on social media. The Des Moines Register reports first-term Senator Jeff Reichman of Montrose announced yesterday he now endorses Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Reichman's flip comes days after Trump criticized Reynolds for pledging to remain neutral in the Iowa caucuses rather than endorsing his candidacy. Trump said he opened up the gubernatorial position for Reynolds in 2018, then endorsed her when she fell behind. In an interview with the Des Moines Register, Reichman said Reynolds has become family. Iowa's first-in-the-nation Republican caucuses will be held January 15th of next year. This Sunday marks one year since a three-digit phone number went live that allows people experiencing a mental health or suicidal crisis to call for support. So far, 31,000 Iowans have dialed 988. We hear more from IPR's Tony Sarabia. Despite the volume of calls in Iowa, a recent poll by the Pew Charitable Trusts shows just 13 percent of Americans are aware of the 988 number. Emily Bloom is CEO of Cedar Rapids-based Foundation 2 Crisis Services, one of two organizations that fields 988 calls. She says she was surprised by the poll's findings. But I live and breathe this work every day. So so in my brain, I think, gosh, you know, 988 is is out there and everybody knows about it, but uh, clearly there's more work to be done. And I think many states, Iowa included, are rolling out some pretty significant campaigns in the coming year. Bloom says one of the biggest challenges to tackle in year two, making sure there are enough workers to take 988 calls. A federal judge ruled this week that an ordinance adopted by Shelby County that would severely restrict the placement of a proposed carbon dioxide pipeline conflicts with state and federal regulations and should not be enforced. The Iowa Capital Dispatch reports the judge granted Summit Carbon Solutions' request for a temporary injunction that prevents that ordinance's enforcement. Summit, along with a Story County farmer and founder of an ethanol plant, had sued three counties for ordinances that restrict how closely hazardous liquid pipelines can be located to cities, livestock facilities, schools, homes, and other facilities. And a former Ottumwa teacher has pleaded guilty to a sexual abuse case from five years ago. According to court records filed last week, 40-year-old Zachary Barr entered a guilty plea to the charges of enticing a child under 16, sexual exploitation by a school employee, and dissemination of obscene material to a minor. 
According to his attorney, Barr will be seeking probation. The outlined sentencing details include 11 years of probation and a suspended prison sentence. Additionally, Barr must register as a sex offender. This is Here First from IPR News. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Many of the 2024 Republican presidential candidates will be in Iowa today. They'll be speaking to a large group of the state's ever-important conservative evangelical Christian voters. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds plans to use the stage to sign a restrictive abortion ban into law. This as Republicans vying for the White House try to appeal to this influential base. Hundreds of protesters packed the Iowa Capitol Rotunda on Tuesday morning as the Republican-led legislature prepared to pass a six-week abortion ban. Marie Fitch was there to show support for the bill passed in this marathon of a one-day special legislative session. People say, oh, you can't be a one-issue one voter. Oh, yeah, you can. Fitch is a Republican and plans to participate in the 2024 Iowa caucuses. She says for her, it all comes down to a candidate's strict stance on abortion. I don't have my mind made up. What I want to hear is that they are honestly pro-life and intend to protect the least of our brothers and sisters, the babies in the womb who have a right to life. While evangelical Christians were outnumbered by protesters opposing the bill, they make up a large subset of Republican voters here who can help propel a campaign to a victory on caucus night. But not every clergy member who showed up supports the six-week abortion ban when many don't even know they're pregnant. John Chaplin is a local pastor with the United Church of Christ. He calls the legislation disturbing. It's as if the legislators are taking their own personal religious views and trying to transfer it onto the general public. When the general public, 61% of Iowans favor safe abortion. Chaplin is referring to a March poll in the Des Moines Register. While supporting strict abortion bans could help a politician in a primary, it could be a vulnerability in a general election. At a campaign stop in Iowa last week, Donald Trump took credit for overturning the guaranteed right to an abortion, reminding the crowd that he appointed three justices to the Supreme Court. They ruled against Roe v. Wade, giving pro-lifers a tremendous power to negotiate. And moving this issue back to the states. Trump enjoys a great deal of support among evangelical voters in Iowa. His former vice president, Mike Pence, is running against him and is embracing Trump's record to try and siphon some of that support away from him. I couldn't be more proud to be part of the administration that appointed three of the justices that sent Roe versus Wade to the ash heap of history where it belongs. Uh, but I take issue with the former president and with others who have suggested that the Supreme Court only return that question to the states. Pence will be among those attending the Family Leader Summit in Des Moines. Bob Vanderplatz heads up this evangelical Christian group and is an influential kingmaker in Republican politics here. Vanderplatz endorsed Texas Senator Ted Cruz ahead of his caucus win over Trump in 2016. No one really saw Trump coming, so we always say Cruz got trumped. This year, I think you have several candidates who are strong in conviction and who have the resources to go the distance. Trump won't be at the summit this year, and it wouldn't have been that warm of a welcome if he was. This week, Trump attacked Iowa's Governor Kim Reynolds for remaining neutral in the race. And while Vanderplatz praises Trump's first term in office, he says it's time for a new nominee. There's no doubt Trump 
has a significant base here yet, and he'll be very difficult to beat. There's no doubt he'll be difficult to beat. But I believe his base is also his ceiling. It certainly can't hurt these other politicians to have been on stage as Governor Reynolds signs the state's new six-week abortion ban, a photo op Trump won't have as he works to hold on to evangelical voters in the First in the Nation caucus state. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Thanks for listening this week.